0: Hey there, so I'm recording this podcast one day after the historical day when Instagram and Facebook went down. There has been so much interesting discussion about what that brought up for people, and I love it. I love digging into it, I love looking at where people went in their brains, what they did, how it impacted their daily routine, how it didn't. And the discussions have been just really inspiring in terms of the work that I do with women, which is to build businesses that bring more freedom into their life. And yesterday for me, it was amazing to see how much it didn't impact me. It didn't impact my mindset. It didn't impact our ability to do business. Was not an inconvenience? Absolutely. It was super annoying. However, I found it really interesting that it happened on a Monday and that happens to be my CEO day. And sometimes on those CEO days, I get sucked into doing a lot of things I shouldn't be doing, (laughs) like spending time in front of my computer on social media talking to my audience because I love it. And what I mean in terms of what I shouldn't be doing is I have a lot of CEO type tasks that I should be doing, right? But instead, I like to do the fun things, which is connecting with people and building deeper relationships and having conversations. And yesterday would have typically been a day where I would have probably done just that. But instead... I was out running errands. I was picking up some last minute things for my husband's birthday. I was doing some prep work for the upcoming retreat here in Montgomery, Alabama that I am so excited about. But I was completely aware that Instagram and Facebook was down and it was annoying for a few reasons because I wanted to finish some conversations. I needed to go back and look at something that was in my DMs and I couldn't get to that. But it didn't disrupt my day. It didn't disrupt my ability to still be present and to be productive. And instead, it felt really, really refreshing. And what it did do is it reminded me that we have other ways to communicate with the people in my community and my audience, this podcast being one of them, like if I needed to reach you right now, and I had a massive message, I could have hopped on and recorded a podcast, right? Let's say that I was in the middle of a launch, and everything went to hell in a handbasket because I was doing the first day of my challenge, we're just going to throw that out there in a Facebook group, and I couldn't do that. We would have sent emails, we would have used Voxer to reach some of the people who are already in my network, and I could have recorded a podcast and put it out there and then sent emails to say, hey, listen to this podcast with an important update from me in terms of what we're going to do. I'm actually coming up with this on the fly as I'm recording this podcast. Like I hadn't thought through that. But what I wanted to really come on here and talk about today was a theme that I'm seeing everywhere, and I'm sure you're seeing it, is this is a good reminder that we should have an email list. And then what's happening is all these people are coming to me as their business coach And saying, oh my God, I don't have an email list. So I've been having the same conversation over and over in the DMs with my private clients and with the women inside of my group programs. And so I thought, I'm gonna come here and share because I think that this is a mindset reset that we can all learn from. And here it is, be prepared. If you are a woman in business in your first, second, or third year of business, you have an email list. If you're six months in, you have an email list. How are you defining that term? That's the first question I want you to ask yourself. Like, what does it mean to have an email list? If I asked you right now to go create a list, whether it's in a Google Sheet or with good old-fashioned pen and paper, and write down all of your current clients, your past clients, people who have maybe booked a discovery call with you but weren't a right fit at the time, people that you have shared resources with because you have met them in a Facebook community or on Instagram and they've come into your DMs. What would happen if you wrote all of those people down in one column? You'd have a list. Now, is this a list that you can immediately start putting... Marketing emails out to? Absolutely not, because there are regulations and just general guidelines about how we communicate with a list. But you have a list of people that you could authentically communicate with if social media died tomorrow. Okay. That's just one thing. It's about this whole idea of having a list. So you already have a list. That is the message that I want you to take away from this podcast right now. You have a list. Have you ever put them all together? and looked at all the emails that you have, you're gonna have more than five. It's gonna be shocking. You might have 25, you might have 100, you might have 76, you might have 500. I don't know what the number is, but you have more than one. You have more than one person that you could email, and so therefore you have a list. So stop putting so much pressure on yourself that you have to have this list, because then there's probably a number that goes with the list in terms of how many people you have on it, and it just starts to spiral out of control. So the number one takeaway today is you already have a list. It's just how you're thinking of it that is probably out of context a little bit. The second thing is how do you continue to grow your list? You start making a really intentional effort to connect with people, more and more people, you put yourself out there, you have conversations and you make the connection. You're not just sharing information, but you're inviting that next phase of connection that's going to lead to a conversation. Okay. That is a really powerful way to build your list. Sure. You can go create a freebie and you can bring people onto your list. That is a different way. The way that I am talking about right now, which is making connections and sharing information and building a relationship with people, that list is going to be much more warm, viable, convertible than a list of people who are just joining and opt in to get something free from you. That is also valuable. However, I don't want you to discount this other list building effort that is through genuine human connection and interaction. That still counts as list building, folks. It is so important that you give yourself permission to celebrate those efforts in terms of effort towards building your list. I think that this gets overlooked all the time. People think that in order to build a list, they have to have a freebie and that's the only way to build their list and it's so not true. Now, I think this is a great opportunity to really think about your business as it exists right now. Think about your ideal clients, your audience, the people who resonate with the work you're doing and what are the problems that you're solving and what is a quick way that you can create a connection with them through And opt-in. I do not want you to go out and create a freebie for the sake of creating a freebie, for the sake of getting people's names on a list. That's garbage. That is doing something that has no strategy behind it, that is truly a waste of time, if I'm going to be really, really honest here. I want you to be intentional. I want you to think about how can I help people get a quick win? How can I help people with a problem that they're having by sharing some amount of knowledge that I possess that's going to help move the needle a little bit forward for them and give them a taste of who I am and what it's like to work with me. Maybe you're a graphic designer. Maybe you're a podcast manager. Maybe you're an online business manager. How can you help people and then also help them get to know you and how you work? When you have that clarity, then you're ready to start thinking about creating an opt-in or a freebie. Or if you have a program, or if you have a masterclass, How can you help people get a little tiny win so that then they can come and get this next valuable thing that you've already created? But if you're just creating a freebie for the sake of creating a freebie so that you can say that you have a list to make yourself feel better, that's wasted effort. I want you to be really intentional with building your list. Here is a honest to goodness, probably gonna be a shocker for some of you guys. I don't have a huge email list, but I have a really intentional email list. We don't sell and grow our business because of our email list. Our email list is just another means of communicating with our audience, sharing information. I think of it as an extra layer of saying, hey, did you know this thing was happening? Here's what's going on with my life. But I do not rely on my email list in order to grow my business, just like I don't rely on social media to grow my business. I rely on connecting with people to grow my business. So it all comes back full circle to connecting with people is important, We can't rely on social media. We can't rely on having an email list because if people don't know who you are and how you can help them, they're not going to buy from you anyway. So I think what we're going to see is a fallout from this is a whole bunch of people creating a whole bunch of garbage to get people onto a quote unquote list who then are going to be emailing out stuff that isn't well aligned, well thought out. So don't be that person. Be the person that still takes your time, that trusts the process and doesn't give up how much good and how much energy and how much possibility comes from connecting with people, the good old-fashioned way, okay? And that one connection is still going to be one more person that you can add to your list in terms of your audience, but that one person that you've put more time and energy and effort into is going to be so much more valuable. That's going to be like gold bullion compared to a penny of just getting somebody who doesn't really know you onto your list. I think that you can do both things, but I don't want you to give up focusing on building relationships with people because you feel like you need to build a list because that's what they are saying. Ask yourself, is now the right time for me to create an opt-in? Is now the right time for me to create a freebie? Am I clear on who I help and how I help them? If not, wait a couple of months. Connect with more people. Learn more about their pain points. Learn more about how you can help them. Don't be in a rush to create something because you feel like you should. Your definition of success is your own. Your timeline is your own. And yesterday was a great learning experience on so many different levels, but it doesn't mean that you need to change the trajectory of your business or what you were planning to do anyway this week in terms of a priority. And looking at all of the other ways that you're able to connect with people outside of Facebook and Instagram, outside of social media, maybe you already do have a podcast. Maybe you don't even get on those two social media platforms and your primary space is LinkedIn or Twitter. Diversification is key, just like making investments. This is an investment. This is an investment in growing our business in terms of the connections we're making. So I don't want you ever to put all of your eggs in one basket. I don't want you ever to be the person that only relies on an email list or only relies on a Facebook group. I think that you start layering those things on. Don't try and do five things at once, but do one thing, figure out where It's natural for you to show up and resonate with people and create connections. And then how do you expand on that? Where else can you start to show up? And don't underestimate the power of utilizing other people's audiences, being a guest expert, being a guest on people's podcasts. Maybe you're featured in their newsletter. There are so many different ways where you can also leverage other people's audiences to grow your own. All right. So I want you to just take this time to reflect on how big is my list actually? Hmm. Interesting. I didn't even know that I had a list. I'm so glad that I listened to this podcast today. I want you to come into my DMs and share with me what came up for you as you heard this message. Because if you are back on the socials, which I'm sure you are, I'm sure you've seen 482,000 Instagram posts like I have today about why now is a good time to grow your email list and why you should already have an email list and why you need a website and why you need all the things. I want you to be careful about getting sucked into somebody else's narrative doesn't make sense for you. It's just like the whole idea of we should all be growing a seven figure business, or we should all be having a team of five people, or we should all have digital products. Who says? Asking yourself, is this what's right for me in my business right now is the number one most important question that I want you to ask yourself. And then asking yourself, what do I actually already have that I'm probably overlooking that my mind is telling me, but you don't have enough of? I would rather that you have a list of 20 really amazing people than a list of 2,000 people who don't even know what you do and that you sporadically spam with garbage emails. Doing things slowly and intentionally will create massive growth in your business. I don't have the biggest of anything. I don't have the biggest Facebook group, and that's on purpose. I don't have the biggest Instagram following, and that's on purpose. I don't have the biggest email list, and that's on purpose because I want connected people who really resonate with how I can help them. And I want people that I resonate with that I can learn from. And so I think when you give yourself permission to truly do it your way and to be able to look at those messages that they say you should do with a grain of salt and and use that as a way to really reflect on what feels good for you and what doesn't, what makes sense for you and what doesn't. That's when things start to shift. That's when growth starts to happen. That's when you feel an alignment and in power of your decisions and the trajectory of your business and big things will start to happen. So give yourself permission to do it your way. That is the big message today. And and look at what already exists in terms of your community and your list. And what are you not realizing that you already have right in front of you? All right. Thank you so much for showing up today, showing up for yourself. And truly, please come over to my Instagram DMs or Facebook DMs or send me an email or connect with me in the Up Level Lounge on Facebook and tell me like, how did this resonate with you? I really would like to hear how yesterday's events, I mean, it's gonna be a week or two when this actually airs, but in real time, it was yesterday. The, the 4th of October, those events, how that impacted your thought process in your business and what you decided to do, if anything, as a result. All right, thanks so much. And I will see you right here next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you're looking to join a community of female entrepreneurs focused on the growth of their online business, be sure to check out the Up Level Lounge community on Facebook. As always, you can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at melissafroelich.com. See you here next week.